Hello and welcome to this week's Therapy for Me. And I've got it in my head that this week's episode's a kind of a kind of smaller episode than normal. Um, and I don't mean in terms of length because I've no idea how long it's going to be, but it's kind of like one of those, it's like not one of the Premier League Bond films. So if you think about, I don't know, Quantum of Solace or For Your Eyes Only, we know they were Bond films, but we don't really remember them very well. Uh, and, I, and I don't know if that might be this week's TFM, simply because the topics I've decided I want to talk about seem a little bit, I don't know, a little bit smaller, a little bit more, I don't know, mundane or local, maybe a little bit more local. Uh, than normal. We'll go with that as a, as a description. Let's crack on. I'll stop uh, prevaricating and we'll have a bit of that twangy guitar. Monday. Look, I've already gone and contradicted myself. How can it be a smaller, more mundane episode? How can this be for your eyes only if I've started by incorporating a new bit of guitar? Uh, I thought it'd be uh, nice before the end of the month to uh, use the... um, the the textures that were sent to me, transitions that were sent to me by uh, Quartz, which I think I mentioned in the episode last week. So I've I uh, I just literally thought about that on the fly and thought, great, I'll grab them. So uh, I'm having to manipulate them a bit to drop them in. Uh, but don't they sound great? Don't they sound really, really, really good? I shall miss my normal guitar. So it probably this will probably be a more ad hoc kind of use of these because I have got quite used to my you know, my bit of, uh, my bit of twanginess, but, but apologies for saying mundane when I'm about to do something like that. Sorry, courts, but they do sound fantastic. Um, today, I don't know, notebook. All I'm going to say is notebook. That's all I've written down, uh, was notebook. And that was because, um, I swapped, I, I, I don't know how you are with this, but I've had a notebook that I've had for about halfway through it. And I've had it for, I reckon best part of 10 years because um well i'll describe it first it's a it's a moleskin uh it's one i got given it's a moleskin it's got um graph paper on it which i really really like rather than lined paper and i i write myself very very short notes so literally a couple of words to remind me to do something and i write in relatively small um and i try to be quite neat when i write uh, so I don't do that kind of sprawling, you know, outpouring of everything that I know some people do with notebooks. I'm, I'm, I'm the other way really. Mine's it's it's kind of considered before it's written down. So it's really a prompt. It's not really a notebook. It's a prompt book. But what it means is that I can go weeks on a single page. Um, so it's taken ten years to get halfway through this notebook that I've got. But I just decided I fancied a change. I fancied something new. Um, and would you believe when I was given this original notebook, I was actually given two, so I've still got the the, the other one. So I've just swapped over, um, and I've gone. Um, so I'm in an, an, another moleskin book, and it's graph paper again. Uh, where's this all come from? It's, it's been prompted because I bought Josh um, a notebook to take to Vietnam and Cambodia with him, and I, I bought him a really nice. I'm, I'm trying to think of the brand it was, but it's a similar sort of thing. It's not a moleskin, but it's a similar sort of thing, and it's really nice. Um, and it, I thought to myself, do you know what? I, I quite fancy, I quite fancy changing mine. So um, my other notebooks um, still in my bag for the time being, in case there's anything I need out of it. But then it will go on the shelf. Um, and I've taken a couple of bits out of it and stuck them into my new one because I, they were just like there was a drawing of a flower that somebody at work had nicked my notebook and done a, a done a drawing. 
um, while we were in a meeting or what have you, which I've always kind of liked. So I've I've kind of taken that out and stuck that into the into the new one. And I had a I had a post it at the front of my old one that a friend had put in there um, that I wanted to keep. So I've I've kind of managed to to get that out and put that into the new one. But yeah, just just uh, it's quite nice. I'm in fact bizarrely, I'm actually I'm actually patting it now because it's by the side of me but it, it i don't know i don't know i don't think it's a whole new start it's not i'm not turning over a new leaf it's just i felt i was about there the other one was getting a little bit tired uh and i and i, and I, I fancied kind of reframing myself a little bit so there we are new notebook um but at the same time not wanting to denigrate the old notebook because that's great and i've had it and it's been fantastic but i don't know just just felt like the right moment <laughs> I've booked to go to the NAM show. Uh, obviously, I mentioned the NAM show a couple of weeks ago and right back at the beginning. Um, so it's a thing for the podcast without a, a shadow of a doubt. It's definitely something for TFM. Um, but I've booked to go next April. So um, the NAM show this year was June. It's moving its way back to April next year, moving its way back to its its normal spot of January in 24. Um, and in my um, MIA role, uh, it's somewhere I need to be. And so... Um, there's been some chatter around amongst people um, about costs for April and uh, it became obvious the cheapest way of doing it was actually to book a virgin holiday. So I've booked for a week to go uh, out to Nam, staying at a different hotel, I've not said it before, but really nice one I used to pass. Um, and it just came up on an amazing deal, um, which is particularly impressive, bearing in mind how awful the pound is against the dollar and obviously half of the half of the cost is the hotel and the hotel will have to effectively ultimately be paid in dollars at some point down the line so that's quite uh, amazing really um but yeah all sorted all done i'm um i, I rang jason um who i do the 942 podcast with and he was in the process of booking as well and he was able to book with virgin as well so we we're, we're going together we're having some form of geriatric in-betweeners style break uh, I'm not quite sure what that'll mean when we get there but we've already got plans of things that we're going to do in the downtime so I'm really looking forward to it and I think as part of that whole you know cathartic journey um, it's going to be it's going to be nice to be back because I haven't been since I finished uh, finished my role with Shaw so um, yeah really 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 looking looking forward to it already even though last time I looked it was about 280 three days to go or something so it's kind of bizarre to have something that far out um but it should be it should be good and i don't know it, it will complete some form of journey in my head so that's going to be uh, that's going to be good it'll be nice to a tfm from now as well wednesday my mum went into hospital today with some tests and uh and i went over um last night stayed over took her there uh, first thing this morning because we had to be there at eight o'clock in Doncaster and um, everything's gone fine and it's it's all worked out she had to be in for about um, I think I picked her up about two o'clock this afternoon so she she was in for sort of six hours um, and we were talking in the car on the way back and we were talking a little bit about the railway um, workers and the and the railway strike and how the government's gone around uh, or gone about weaponizing that particular union um with regard to wanting to get its its point across about industrial action um and it was interesting because she, mum was talking about how great the nurses were and how kind they were and how everybody was 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 really caring 
And I, I just happened to say yes, but if those notices go out on on strike over the summer or in the into the autumn, um, because they're having they're 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 so below a cost of living pay rise, the, the what's happening to the rail workers will happen to them next. They, they, it'll just be weaponized. Um, we will be weaponized, or they will be weaponized against us. Um, because how dare you? How dare you strike? How dare you? You know, withdraw your services um, in a dispute about pay or conditions. Um, and it and it strikes. It really strikes home because it's it's okay to weaponize a mass. You can weaponize a mass or a group and point at them. You know. Um, I mean, okay, the coal miners is probably the obvious example. Let's take, but that's mired in a lot of other stuff. So let's let's take the the rail workers and say it's okay to to you know to look at that group and to try and uh, to try and sort of label that particular group. But it doesn't quite work when you're talking about something like um, nurses, um, particularly with the experience my mum's had today. Uh, and I think we just need to be ready for it. Um, I mean, I did have to have to smile when the barristers came out um, on stri- on strike um, or started their industrial action because that's a group. It's very difficult for this particular government to uh, to, to vilify in quite the same way. Um, but but I I have no doubt they would do it with the nurses. I have no doubt they would do it with the teachers. Uh, and and how short are our memories? Aside from the fact that you know this week. Again, the NHS has proved uh, within our little sort of sphere uh, how important it is and how kind and caring it is. And I don't need to be reminded how kind and caring a uh, a profession uh, teaching is. Um, and yet, they will be the they will be the things that will be all over the front page of the Daily Mail. Um, they will be the enemies of the people um, for for asking that. You know their living standards, particularly after the sacrifices they've made over the last couple of years, just just keep track. Um, so we'll we'll look out for that one with enjoyment. Uh, I do like kind of flagging these things. Um, I mean, it's not me flagging them as if I'm some kind of genius. It's absolutely nonsense. They're, they're being widely discussed, but I do like flagging these things uh, this far out, um, and not because of that "I told you so" thing. Just because the more we understand the tactics, the more the tactics don't get to us. And the more that actually we just get rid of them at the next opportunity. Thursday. It's the 30th of June. So from a running perspective, it's the halfway point of the year. Um, In the kind of way I do my kind of figures or my thought around my running. I mean, it isn't because obviously from a running perspective, it's from the 1st of January to the end of the year and the days fall where the days fall. So the halfway point will probably be the next run I do. But from a kind of a month's thing, uh, end of the sixth month is kind of halfway and about 487 miles, 487.5 miles so far. Now, you'll recall I try and run about a thousand miles in a year. Um, this is the, I think it's the third year I've tried to do this. Managed it last year, missed it the first year. And um, and obviously I'm behind because of COVID. I lost two weeks in in February, which is there or thereabouts 20 miles. I try, uh, Sorry, 40 miles. I tried to run 20 miles a week. So the fortnight I lost kind of lost me um, 40 miles. So um, by rights, I should be on about four 
60, but obviously I've managed to pull uh, some of it back. I mean, if you take June, I've run 91 miles in June. And if you divide 1,000 by 12, you get 83.3. So um, I'm, I'm up on um, June's number and I've been up on the month since. Now, this is this is the point. Last year, I was over 500 at the halfway point and I then went on to run more through the back end of the year. So hopefully, hopefully I can catch up uh, and get up to the 1,000. Not that it really matters. I've become a little bit more... Since COVID, I've kind of become a little bit more relaxed about it. Yes, I still try and push myself to do what I try and do in a week. But at the end of the day, things come along and there's nothing I could do about COVID. And when I had COVID, I didn't want to run anyway. So, And to be fair also, the first the first few weeks back from COVID we were running were really hard. So the end of, you know, the, the, the last bit of um, February, uh, March, and probably bits of April, I probably didn't cover the same distance I've, I'm back up to doing now. Uh, because it did have that little bit of a, a COVID hangover about it, but it would still be nice to do that that thousand. So um, I'm trying not to talk about it too much. I know it's been a recurring theme through TFM, but I'm trying not to talk about it too much. But this seemed like the day to say let's call out the running because the running is 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 you know is is kind of at that halfway that halfway stage. <laughs> Look, I already know it's going to be shorter because I'm looking at the clock now and the time, the episode length is just over 13 and a half minutes. Uh, and, and I've only got one little thing left to say. So I guess in keeping with thinking this was a somehow more a smaller, you know, more mundane episode, then, then it has ended up being by far the shortest one I've ever done. And I don't that wasn't planned. I didn't know where it was going to go. The thing, the thing with this is, I have a a little note to remind me what I'm going to talk about, and I don't know how long that section is going to be when I start talking. And today, and today's section, you know, the last thing I'm going to say to you is really, really, really short, because my new favourite thing is Troy Hawk. Uh, I stumbled upon a video, uh, I think, on Twitter by Troy Hawk um, in in a in a comedian's caricature. Uh, welcoming people into Weatherspoons, and I just loved it. And then on the back of that, I watched something else that he did, uh, stood outside WH Smith's, um, and I just think they're brilliant. I can't begin to tell you why I think they're brilliant. I just think they're fantastic. So I shall put the link in the notes, and I won't say any more, and let me know what you think. And with that, you know, we're heading for an episode that's not much over 15 minutes. Um, I suppose it means that, in terms of time, um, those great guitar transitions that Quartz did, uh, I've got a little bit more time to shine because they, you know, have a bigger share of the episode because the whole thing, they're consistent and the whole everything else is, is shorter. Um, and I could have spent, I could have finished off by talking about that ridiculous um, Tory MP and where we are, well, the Deputy, Deputy Chief Whip or Deputy Whip, um, Deputy Chief Whip, Deputy whatever. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, a fish rots from the head down, and that's exactly what's happening with this government. So we'll just leave that as another example of the state that they're in, and let that play out over the next few days. So I'll finish with I'll finish with Troy Hawk. I'll finish with a thank you for Quartz, 
um, because those those um, you know those transitions are great. Um, and I'll go with the fact that because this is going to be by far the shortest episode ever, I can use uh, ironically use "No Small Thing," uh, the title track from the new Tears for Fears album, uh, as my title for this week. Uh, and what a track it is! If you've not heard it, it's just astonishing. So check out that because I'll put a link to it. I'll find it somewhere and put a link to it in the notes. Check out Troy Hawk. Um, thank you again to Quartz, and I will see you all next time. If you've enjoyed Therapy for Me, then please subscribe and share as you see fit. This has been an A Short Stories production.